now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe. I'm your host here every week, bringing you tips, education, and updates on home-related matters, everything real estate. Whether you're in the market or if you're looking for ideas about what to do and how to move and things like that, this is a great place to be. Our show comes to you with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellis, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. I'm your host here every week. I have been selling real estate in Greater Victoria since 1991. Over 30 years, I've handled hundreds of transactions here in Greater Victoria. Proud to be ranked as a top agent in Remax, Western Canada, and also on the island here. I'd be happy to help you as well, too. So if you need some advice, second opinion, want to talk about real estate, just give me a call. Reach out to me. Be happy to chat with you. You can find my contact information and the rest of the whole Home Show team members on cfax1070.com. Look under shows, and there you'll find us, the whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. Today, we're going to be talking about the act of moving. You know, if you've been in your home for a number of years, whether it's five years, 10 years, 50 years, which we have seen before, it is a daunting process. We don't move every day. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of things to consider, not the least of which is, what's home going to look like after we move? Because it's not the same. Things aren't going to be in the same place or same position. Uh, how is it going to be like in the community? What are the neighbors going to be like? There's so many things to know, and that's what we're talking about today. Our guests are Jacqueline Sewitt. She's with The Happy Nest. She'll be talking about downsizing, about helping you plan your move, helping you pack, helping you get the movers organized, and then settled into your new home so that it's an easy process, or as easy as can be, from point A to point B. And we'll also have Sharon Unsworth. She's with Retirement Concepts. Uh, or otherwise known as the Wellesley of Victoria, a very popular spot. She's going to tell us about what's been going on at the Wellesley and uh, what people can expect when they move there. We're going to have a great episode today. Always like talking about issues at hand or listening to what any of our listeners have to tell us about maybe your real estate story and experience that you have. And if you have one, if you've got a question, give us a call. Our number is 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. Be sure to leave a message. Uh, tell us what you'd like us to talk about. We'll bring it up on the air here. Uh, or, of course, you can always, again, visit cfax1070.com, uh, and we can discuss it on the air. By the way, if you're a podcast listener, you can download all of our episodes. Uh, search us on iTunes or Google Play. Look for The Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. Almost 200 episodes worth of material. Lots of great stuff. I even go back every once in a while if I need a refresher on one of our guests, you know, talking about services or um, uh, things to know about uh, the home, maintenance items, things like that. Some great, great information. 
Because today we're talking about moving from point A to point B, I want to bring up a conversation that I regularly have with people. Usually the first call we have, especially for somebody who's been in a home for a long time, is well, first of all, they go, I don't know where to start. I know I want to move. I don't want to, I want to go from point A to point B. Um, but they don't know where to begin, especially if you've been living in the home for a long time. Uh, an area of stress tends to be the knowledge of things that need to be done around the home. You know, there's those niggling things that you pass by on a daily basis and you go, I got to get to that and you never have, right? Is it paint on a railing? Is it a rotted post under the deck? Uh, is it the uh, oil tank that should be or maybe needs to be replaced? So many things. And all of a sudden, when you start thinking about moving, it's like, oh, my goodness, there's enough things to think about about the move. Now I got to deal with all this stuff. Well, let me tell you about the conversations that we've had recently, because, of course, we all know that the real estate market has been busy. The pandemic has done a strange thing. You know, we didn't expect the market to, to be busy as it is right now. But of course, as I've been saying for weeks, if not months, all of a sudden, real estate is one of the hot topics and one of the things that a lot of people are considering making a move, whether they're moving within Greater Victoria or they're coming from other cities. So all of a sudden, we're in a really hot real estate market with low inventory. There's high demand, very few choices. What does this mean? It's a seller's marketplace right now. It also means that the things that you would typically need to do to get your house prepared for sale, you may not necessarily need to do right now. Now, there are the majors. I mean, obviously, if you've got a leak in the basement or if you've got a crack in the foundation, those are going to be things that are going to be big stumbling blocks for any blocks for any buyer or any marketplace. You're going to want to get them attended to. But now all of a sudden, things like the cosmetics, if you've got original carpet, original linoleum, older cabinets, older fixtures. You know, there are times that when the market is a buyer's market and you're trying to make the house look more appealing to potential buyers, you might do things like replace the faucets or replace, uh, you know, hardware in the bathrooms or all of these other little things that sometimes make a difference. Well, guess what? Doesn't matter now. People are looking at anything they can get their hands on right now. So most of the time, a lot of these things that have given you stress, like the painted railing or having to paint it or the rotted post, they're no longer issues right now because not only are buyers tripping over each other and they are uh, multiple offers, there's bidding wars all over the place. As long as you disclose any areas in your home that need to be disclosed, we have things called material latent defects. Those are defects that could render the house dangerous or potentially dangerous to occupants or unfit for habitation that are difficult to um, investigate with a normal inspection. Those are material latent defects. If they exist, you are actually obligated by law to disclose them in advance. Um, but otherwise, you know, there's other things. I have bumped into cases recently where there is vermiculite insulation in the attic. That in a normal marketplace would be an area of concern because uh, there's asbestos and it needs to be, or it should be removed at some point because it could potentially cause a health uh, concern. But sometimes buyers are saying, I get that. I know what's there. I'm willing to deal with that at a later date. It's going to cost me, I don't know, twelve dollars or $15,000. But I want the house. I want the neighborhood. It's the only one that's there. I will jump on it. 
So that's what's happening right now. So again, if you're concerned about your house being saleable, being attractive enough to sell in a market like this today, you've got very little to worry about. But that's what an agent like myself can come over and have a discussion with you and talk about the things that you can do that would give you a better return. Uh, sometimes spending some money and some time can net you a demonstrable higher value. Sometimes the things that you plan to do would have no effect on the outcome whatsoever. So the thing is, why do it? You know, there's enough things to deal with right now, thinking about the move. There's not a lot of time. How do you get people like tradespeople right now? It's tough. You know, the marketplace is really hard finding people. So have a professional agent like myself come by, have a look at your home, give you not only an assessment of value, but also an assessment about things that you need to do or shouldn't do to prepare your home for sale. And then we will assemble our team, including people like Jacqueline, who we're going to talk to next with a happy nest, who will help you do the downsize. And then uh, other people like Sharon at Retirement Concepts, the Wellesley of Victoria, who will introduce you to your new home. Well, listen, we need to take a, a break here. Uh, when we come back, we'll be having a conversation about moving from point A to point B. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you're thinking about it, and I know it's a stressful thing to consider, especially if you've lived in the same home for a while, don't worry. There's people out there that can make it really, really easy for you. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Today, we're talking about overcoming the stressful thought about maybe moving from your home of 40, 50, sometimes even 60 years and how to get to the next spot, which might be a smaller house, a condo, a townhouse, maybe even a fantastic retirement residence. Uh, a little bit later on, we're going to have with us Sharon Unsworth from the Wellesley, uh, from uh, a beautiful retirement community uh, here in Victoria. But until we do that, let's talk about what it's going to take to get you from point A to point B, because it's complicated. And if you haven't moved for a while, you're going to need help. And today we have with us uh, Jacqueline Soet. Jacqueline is with Happy Nest, the Happy Nest. Uh, Jacqueline, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Really happy to be here. Yeah. So uh, first of all, tell us exactly what it is that you guys do and how you can help someone who's thinking about maybe moving who haven't, hasn't moved for a while. Yes. If you have not moved, and we see this all the time, people who have lived in their homes for 40 years, it is incredible what the amount of hours and the amount of work and time and thought that go into this process. And so where we come in is we can help break it down and sort of help people to determine a plan, a plan of action, as opposed to someone who's hasn't moved in a long time and you forget all of the moving parts that go into this, um, but also someone who has emotional attachments to their things. So we're able to come in and be sort of that voice of, of reason because you know, for us, it's a job. It's a job we've done many times over and we know what goes into it, but for them, there's this emotional element. So it's really nice to have somebody in your corner who doesn't have those emotional attachments, who can help you to clearly lay out a plan and to, um, you know, help you 
go through in a thoughtful manner with what you have and to help you determine where that can go. Um, so I find that that is a big element of where people get stuck is they have, they, they know that they don't want something, but they want to make sure that it goes to the right place. And because we've been doing this for so long, we have a really good idea now what we can sell for people, what we can donate, um, what needs to be recycled and how we can recycle responsibly. So we really take a lot of the guesswork out of that. And then we come in and we basically do it all. We pack, we plan, we coordinate the moving company. We can schedule other trades. Um, we know who we love to work with. And then we can help them to set up their new suite as well or their new home. Um, so it's a really, it's a very full service business. And one element of that can even be helping clients to prep their home for sale. Um, so if they've been in their home for a long time, then they have attachment to the attachment to what's there. You kind of get a little bit um, blind to what should stay and what should go as far as listing your home. So we can come in and really help people to depersonalize so that buyers can see themselves moving into that space. Well, you have a background in home staging, and this is where this comes at handy, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because and because the point you just made is that people live in a house very differently than when they market the house, right? Very differently. And I, even in my own home, I would be depersonalizing and de and taking back a few of the layers of, of um, my own space. So it's, I'm not, I'm not exempt from that either. Mm -hmm. And in many ways too, you know, to, uh, to sort of start paring down, it's almost kind of like packing in advance, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So this is the thing, you know, because, you know, as you've said, somebody's lived in their home for 40 years. There's a lot of memories. There's a lot of attachment, not only to the house, but to certain things. Um, it's something that we often remind uh, agents about, realtors about, you know, it's a very, uh, it's a very personal time. It's a very uh, sensitive time as well. And from what I'm hearing from you uh, is you're still respecting the, the history and the, um, you know, the background of certain things, but you still are able to help somebody sort of move forward and, and, uh, um, and not get held back by those things, right? There's a, there's a large emotional component to what we do. And I think that's probably part of the reason this, that this line of work has been such a great fit for me and many members of our team I feel like we are very empathetic and, um, you know, we give out, we give hugs and we recognize that for people, a tiny little nick in the wall could be this, could have this huge memory attached to it that kind of makes, takes them right back to that place in time. Um, and a lot of their belongings as well, we need to be respectful and careful about asking and making sure we're very clear about what they would like to happen with them because we found that even a rock that you might think, okay, this rock, we could just pitch this in the garden, right? That rock could have a story behind it and mean something to somebody. So um, we're very careful, we're very respectful. And um, I think that's another reason why I work well with a lot of seniors and, and realtors who work with seniors is because when you go into a, the home of a senior person who's lived there for 40 years, I you don't go into that with the same energy that you do for somebody who's just lived there for a few years and you can tell that they 
their attachment is a lot less and they're just game to do whatever you say. You go into it and you're asking them questions about how they live and their attachments so that you can respond in a polite and respectful way when it comes to staging without pushing the boundaries too far. Because um, that's not the goal. The goal is to, to make the, ho the home show as best we can, but to respect the person who's living there. And um, for many older seniors, that means um, you know, making sure that the lighting hasn't changed too much or, or how they live isn't impact, impacted too much for safety reasons as well. Sure. You know, I get where you're coming from. I mean, I, I'm, I've been in my current house now for 13 years, which isn't long compared to many of our, you know, the clients that you and I have. Um, but I, I definitely have more deeply rooted history in aspects in this house than my, you know, my next longest house was, I think, seven years, right? And, um, you know, I can't imagine. Oh, actually, I sort of can't because I sold my parents' house. They were there for 50 years, right? So I, I get it. Um, but even that was a not an easy process because, you know, my, my, mom, my mom came from a time where everything was saved. Mm -hmm. Right. And, uh, you know, certain things just, you know, um, at the end of the day, it was moving from point A to point B. And as you said uh, from the start, you helped them all the way along from the very start to getting them set up when they uh, were they're moving. Right. Mm -hmm. I always say to people, there's no wrong time to call. Like if you're waiting to call for help, call sooner rather than later, um, because you can get and there's other downsizers in town too. I'm not making a pitch for myself. We're all amazing. Um, but call soon so that we can start helping you wrap your mind around the process. And then we can be a point person for you to reach out to should you get stuck or should things change in a hurry and you need to shift your goal. Well, something I do want to say, because I, I've experienced this in my, in my 30 years of doing this here, I have met so many people who had the desire and the, 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 the want to actually want to move to another place or a smaller place, but were perhaps uh, a little stressed, a little worried about the process. And in doing so, it prevented them from making the move. And as a result, you know, they ended up staying in the house for a lot longer than they should have maybe. Uh, mm -hmm. And they never had the opportunity to enjoy that, that, you know, that downsize or the move to a retirement community where they, you know, like living in a cruise ship. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm with you right now that the thing is don't wait till it's too late. Right? Mm -hmm. right. And that, and that is very common. And speaking from someone who's seen all sides of that, I've seen people who are proactive and they move ahead of time. Their lives are just so much easier and more enjoyable. I think a lot of people wait too long and it, it just gets harder and harder to make that move. And the other downside of that is, well, aside from safety, if you are an aging senior is your house starts to deteriorate, right? You're no longer able to kind of keep up and maintain. And so you can lose a lot of property value as well. Um, and I think a lot of people have this idea of assisted living facilities that really isn't true. I find it's quite common for people to think I'm too young for that. And I've been in so many of these places. And if you find the right fit for yourself and you've got a community of people your age around you, and you no longer have to cook and clean and do all of these things. Like I always think that as a millennial, I'd be in there in a second if I could afford that lifestyle. Well, you know what? And the, really what it is, is move when you want to instead of when you have to. Exactly. Yeah. You well, listen, position of we, power. 
for sure. We need to take a quick break, but we're going to come back with you after the break. Uh, before we do, if people need to reach you, what's the best way to do that? You can call me at 778-676-4663. That's 778-676-4663. Or email is info at thehappynest.ca. The Happy Nest. Thank you, Jacqueline. So hold on for just a moment. Need to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellas, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. Don't forget, too, if you are a podcast listener, we have all of our episodes on iTunes or Google Play. We are at a episode 198 right now. So over the past four years, we have a lot of great content, uh, content that is not dated. So if you have any questions about anything that you're in the midst of right now, you may find the answers by following our podcast. Again, iTunes or Google Play, look for The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe. You can also find us on the cfax1070.com website. Look under shows, there you'll find us, The Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. And we have most recent episodes streaming. We are talking today about downsizing, about moving from point A to point B, uh, which is especially difficult if you've been in the home for a long time. My guest right now is Jacqueline Sowett. She is with The Happy Nest. Again, thanks for coming, Jacqueline. Thank you so much for having me. I know some of your sponsors, they're great. Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> they are They are the best. We, we are, we're, a, we're a happy team together. Um, listen, you know, as we were talking before the break, one of the things that, that occurs, um, I handle all of the resales at uh, St. Clair Villa, which is a, a life lease complex in Oak Bay. And it's interesting, you know, because the, the building was built 20 years ago. And I have people every once in a while that ask, how come there's been movement? Well, it's not difficult to do the math. People bought 20 years ago when they were 60. And now they're 80. And it's time to move on to, to the next uh, uh, kind of, kind of uh, uh, phase. But the thing is, we're very different at 60 than we were at 40 than we were at 20. And I think about the moves that I did in my 20s, my 30s. Um, let me think about this. I didn't move in my 40s because I had already moved here. But, you know, the energy is not the same. It's not like calling up the buds and, you know, having the beer and pizza and uh, having you need help. Right. Uh, things are a little harder to do. And um, I know it as well, too, because, again, when uh, when my mom moved after my dad passed away, my mom moved, you know, we got help. And that's what we're talking about today is getting help and getting help from someone like the happiness, right? Exactly. I, um, I remember hitting that mark when I wouldn't ask my friends to help me move in. <laughs> yes. Coming yes, yes. of age like that is fast. And I think um, that can become true of packing as well. Um, the packing aspect, especially even for people who are um, kind of more younger forties um, and fifties, if you work full time, and you know you need 150 hours worth of packing. I think you need help with that, or your evenings and weekends for months in advance would be pretty full. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, busy professional working couples. And then if there's kids and, you know, there's all these other distractions. Um, that's a good point, because obviously you help everyone when it comes to the downsizing and, and, and moving and moving phase. Right. We do. Um, in Victoria, I mean, mainly seniors, but all kinds of people and, and young families um, with kids like they have no time to do that themselves. So yeah. there to help. It's a daunting process uh, when people think about it. You know, uh, you got kids, you got pets, you got schedules, you got all, all of these things. And to have someone like you who helps coordinate. Uh, and, you know, one of the things you said before, too, is working with trades who you know and you trust. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that there's a lot of value there. There sure is, actually. I have had movers who... Um, if we were, say, for example, I took on a project that the people had to move out of a house in two days, it was like five bedroom house, totally full, and they hadn't packed. Um, this was a few years ago. Would I do that today? Probably, we probably wouldn't be able to, but I just, my heart went out to them. And I'm like, we have to help these people. And I had movers who weren't necessarily available, but were willing to loan their moving truck to other moving companies that we work with to make it work. Wow. So I had movers who would have said no to these people, say yes to me to help me and also loan their, tr and another company loan their truck. Amazing. Like, amazing. Yeah. Well, it helps, it, it helps to have those connections and to know the people, right? It sure does. And then, and then just having had time to work out our kinks and work through um, you know, trades that the relationship maybe wasn't working out or a good fit. So we've had time to kind of vet those um, relationships out and then find people who we work really well with. And it's just clear what our role is and what their role is. For and sure. So we show up for each other. Yeah. So, so packing, again, very daunting process. You touched before on the downsizing thing because you're not necessarily taking everything. You're not necessarily taking everything from the big house to the, um, you know, to the retirement community or, or whatever. Um, and there, there must be a sort of process and a system that you use because, I mean, part of what you do is organizing as well too, right? Right. Um, so I think it's really important um, to start with a floor plan and a space plan. If you know, if you have the luxury of knowing where you are going, it's very helpful to um, at least start by tagging in your home the pieces, the bigger items that you would like to keep, and then matching that up with that new area plan to see what you can actually realistically fit in the space without overcrowding yourself. And so then from there, we can kind of work on some of the smaller items, but starting with the furniture is always a good place to start. And I recommend often that clients start over, but there is that attachment um, to their pieces. I find largely the reason we ask them to start over is because the scale of the space is so much smaller. So if you're bringing in oversized furniture into a tiny suite, it's going to get very crowded quickly. Um, so it's best to start have smaller furniture and dual purpose furniture if possible. So we help people to source those items as well. And um, of course, I love to decorate. So that's an added bonus of nice. having our help. <laughs> nice, nice. Hey, you know what you, you said, uh, you know, you said moving to a tiny suite. I got to say, you know, I, I, I would kind of use the word uh, efficient because sometimes it is just more efficient. Sometimes uh, we've had uh, clients move into uh, um, retirement communities and they go, this is all we ever really needed. Why did we need, you know, that whatever this big piece or the sitting area or, you know, it, it was not necessary. Right. 
You're so right. You don't miss it when it's gone. It's just making that initial decision to let it go. Yeah. When it's gone and you've moved on, it's it's a different story. Provided that you've given yourself time to thoughtfully make those decisions, I find the f- when it's hard is when people are kind of forced to move in a rush and they feel like they were rushed into letting go. And I find that that's when you can come up with people who have remorse, which is unfortunate. That's never good. That's never good. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what you said, just as we were uh, uh, going for the break, you know, to be in a position of power, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where, you know, you are the commander of your own destiny, right? Exactly. You want to be in control of your life. And, and a lot of people who are aging have also lost a lot of mobility. And so um, it can be quite frustrating to have to rely on other people to physically go through your items for you. Um, but if you've given yourself enough time to, to do that process, at least you can work with somebody and do that while you still have control over what captain and not and so many other things have changed too i mean if you haven't moved for 40 years there's utilities there's the you know who do you call for your phone or your cable and internet nowadays and all of those things right and those are things that you can help oversee those are tricky things and we've gotten quite good at it like you might find that shaw wants to send a or not send a tech out but then we'll be like and they'll be like just show up and plug this in and it'll work out like love them but we need you because we need you to physically come and make sure this works, especially now that our clients are moving in and then they're quarantining for two weeks. We can't risk them having no phone and no TV for two weeks and being in quarantine. Yeah. Wow. So, so important. Yeah. Well, again, a jacket of people need to reach you. What's the best way to do that? You can call me at 778-676-4663 or email is also great. Info at thehappynest.ca. Yeah, thehappiness.ca. I'm looking at the website right now. You've got lots of great stuff. Uh, thank you for joining. And, and again, for anyone who is concerned or stressed about the aspect of moving, uh, don't be. Because there's people like Jacqueline and, um, uh, you know, to make your life easier, just give the happiness a call. Thanks for joining us, Jacqueline. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. uh, And everyone, uh, we need to take a last break for the day today. When we come back, we're going to be chatting about the Wellesley with uh, Sharon Unsworth. We'll be back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're having a conversation today about moving, which is not a fun time for many. And of course, we just spoke with Jacqueline Sowett from The Happy Nest, all about preparing your home for sale, having somebody actually come in and help with the move from point A to point B, uh, from packing to preparing to getting ready for your house for sale, uh, to the eventual move at the end of the day. And next, we have on the phone right now, from Retirement Concepts in the Wellesley of Victoria, Sharon Unsworth. Sharon, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Tony, for having me. Yeah, of course. Well, first of all, let's talk about the Wellesley. Um, of course, people would be familiar uh, driving by, right? And uh, what is it all about? Yeah, absolutely. So we're on the main drag, uh, 2800 Blanchard. We're right at the, um, uh, within a block of Hillside, uh, the corner of Hillside and Blanchard. Um, we're very close to the new summit that just opened. We're close to downtown. We've been in the community for 32 years. Um, actually was supposed to be the Wellesley Hotel. Uh, we just celebrated 32 years. 
Um, we have amazing. Hey, but you know, large... you know, Sharon, I, I have to tell yeah. you, like I, because I'm from here, I'm born and raised. I remember when the Wellesley went up. I don't think I ever knew it was a hotel, but it makes a lot of sense to me because <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been in there to visit you and stuff, and it it is very much a hotel, isn't it now? Yes. Especially yeah. when you walk in, Joe, uh, Tony, you know, you walk in and there's yeah. a grand entrance. So it was originally being built as a hotel. And then for whatever reason, Retirement Concepts bought it. And we're actually one of the first properties that they bought in their whole portfolio. So we have 23 communities across Canada, Quebec, and Alberta. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Okay. And um, describe the Wellesley. So, what what can people expect, and why should someone why should someone visit? Well, I think you know, at, really at the root of it is our food. Um, we have our chef Connie. As you've met her, you've eaten here. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, you've had her food. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. She's been the chef here for over thirty years. Um, and um, she's been supportive in all of the other communities that we have around too as well. Our food is amazing. Our suites are the largest in Victoria, um, ranging from about 554 square feet right up to over 900 for a one to a two bedroom. Um, we have incredible staff, a lot of long-standing staff that have been here for over 20 years. Um, and I think our residents, really, at the end of the day, Tony, it's our residents. Yeah. We have a lot of people that have lived in Victoria all their lives and move in and create a community. So we have a real sense of community here, which is, you know, the, from the staff to the residents is really, really special, I think, especially, and you feel that when you walk through the door. Yeah. And, and again, I, I've had uh, clients move in and I, as, as they come to mind right now, yeah, I'd agree with you. They're long time of uh, Victorians and, um, you know, that central location really comes in handy. It absolutely does. And I think that, you know, when I just did a tour today, as an example, and um, her mom and dad live on Salt Spring Island, but they lived in Victoria for many years, sold their home, moved to Salt Spring Island, and now as they are aging, realize it's time for them to move back to Victoria. So, you know, they remember the Wellesley, they know the location. And for a lot of people, I think, as soon as they walk through the door, they feel that sense of community. And I think that that's most important when you're making a decision for, for a big move like this. How many, how many units are in the complex? It's a, it's a big complex. It is. It's huge. So our main building, we have seven floors. Um, We have the attached North Tower, which has five floors. And then in 2005, 2006, we built our assisted living wing, which has five floors. Both um, um, communities have a rooftop garden. um, And we are actually in the process of redoing our rooftop garden on the assisted living building. So there's 204 suites altogether. We also have 40 funded suites that are through Island Health. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, one of the things that, uh, that we were talking about earlier with Jacqueline is this whole notion of making the choice when you want to move as opposed to, and I mentioned it, I, I've mentioned this often on, on our program here. Sometimes I've seen uh, folks who waited, you know, they, they felt that they weren't ready yet and it got to the point where it was too late and they never had the chance to enjoy a lifestyle like we're talking about here right now at the Wellesley, right? No, absolutely. And I, I agree with you. You know, I, I 
I think that especially during these times, um, you know, the last year, everything that we have gone through um, as a community um, and, and pulling together uh, during the pandemic and trying to figure this out, this new normal that we have. And I'm finding that a lot of families now, especially with the COVID vaccine uh, being available um, coming up soon for a lot of the general public, I think that people now are really going, okay, wait a second, I've been isolated for over 12 months in my home. Now, if we move into a community, am I still somewhat isolated? Yes, but I'm in a safe bubble. I have friends that are here. I have family actually that is close by. So, you know, for us, most important is that safety feature, being able to, you know, be a part of a community, but also knowing that we also partner with some really great um, community care aspect, whether it's through Island Health or it's a private pay company. Um, and that's important too as well. So yes, getting people to come in and take a look at their options before they have to make another choice, right? Which is more care. For sure, for sure. Yeah, and, and, and again, it's it's nice to make that choice when you want to and, and, and enjoy it because you know all the times that I pop by and, and visited, it is um it, it it's nifty. It's it's like being on a cruise ship. I, I'm sure this is Absolutely. what comes up often, um, but you know the amenities. Uh, yes, I have I have eaten there. Um, uh, always kind of fun going and and, and visiting, uh, and there's activities too, right? Oh, there's a ton of activities. And I think that, again, because of the pandemic, we've had to pivot, really, and figure out what can we do to engage, still following all of the provincial guidelines, of course. And how do we do that with, you know, 178 residents? What is it that we need to do to engage them? So, you know, for us, it's really sitting down as a team and saying, okay, the residents are asking for certain things. We need to figure out what that's going to look like and really engage engage um, our residents in what they want to do. So we've had to pivot over the last year, but what I found and what a lot of the residents I think and the families have found is how important it is to over-communicate. And we've been doing that a lot. So to over-communicate? Over-communicate. Okay. So when, when the pandemic started in March, um, our, um, our, our head office came up with a plan of, listen, we want to make sure that the families and the residents and the loved ones are very well aware of what we're doing in our community. So we have a weekly message that goes out. It's very important. The families depend on it. We post it on our web pages. We are very present in social, present in uh, social media right now too, as well. So, we want families and friends and loved ones to see those activities going on and seeing the smiles on the faces. And, you know, one of the pivots we did, I'll, I'll use this as an example. We always had a monthly birthday party in the Magnolia room, which is our large room downstairs. And what we've been doing every month is we compile the list of everybody's birthdays and Connie makes cake and we go door to door and deliver it and sing happy birthday. <laughs> and we're going to continue doing that yeah. going forward because it's a special day for them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, this, this makes a lot of sense to me, this whole notion of, 
maintaining contact with the families because really that is an area of concern since the pandemic is the families, especially the remote ones, the ones who aren't in Victoria, being careful, being uh, um, concerned about the well-being of their of their uh, their parent, right? Absolutely, and and that's a part of it, right? It is, um, you know, helping out with some of the residents that may be struggling with how they can keep in contact with their daughter or son that lives in Alberta mm-hmm. or Ontario. So it's, you know, getting the recreation department um, with the iPad, going to their suites, setting it up for them, figuring out how that's going to look at the other end, you know, FaceTime, um, whatever we can do to keep that. Um, open, those lines of communication open. But I'm telling you that these weekly messages, although a lot of it is just, you know, update and this is what's going on in our building and, you know, we've had, um, we had this happen or we had that happen. But most important, the responses we're getting from families is they feel connected. They understand what's going on, but they feel connected because they're hearing also, oh, you know, when I'm talking to mom today, she told me about the activity, the knitting club. She went to the knitting club and she loved it. So it's those kinds of communications that I think that is going to continue, although we've had to pivot because of the pandemic. We've learned how to pivot and make sure that we're keeping on top of everything, right? And that families feel comfortable. Is, is everybody happy all of the time? Absolutely not. But our job, I think, um, in, in any of our jobs, is to make sure that our residents are happy, right, at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, and there are some things, I think, uh, you know, in, in all businesses that maybe will continue going on uh, even after the pandemic's over, just because it, it's, uh, it's, it's just a good way to keep people connected, right? It is, and I think that um, as a company, honestly, we have learned to um, communicate differently. We've learned how to, with this pandemic, what is the most important thing that we can do for our loved ones and for our families. So it, it, it has been, I think, very good for us because although, you know, at the end of the day, we want to be making sure that the residents are taken care of, we've really learned how important that is, that piece of ensuring that, you know, the families are getting to talk to their loved ones. If they can't get them on the phone, um, they can text me, they can call me, I'm available 24-7. So if a family is concerned about something, we want them to feel that they're being heard right away, right? Yeah. So if anyone, if anyone wants to learn more or wants to visit Wells, like what's the best way for them to do that? They can call us at our main line at 250-383-9099. They can email me, which is S Unsworth, which is my last name at WCSHM.com. Um, but I would say call the front desk. We have amazing staff that know what to do when you call. Um, we're doing very limited tours right now because, of course, we want to follow all of the guidelines. But we are available to do that, and we're doing virtual tours as well. Fantastic. Well, Sharon, thanks for joining us, and thanks for no, thank jo- you, joining this conversation about moving along with Jacqueline Sowett from The Happiness. We're talking Sharon Unsworth at Retirement Concepts the Wellesley of Victoria, give her a call or, or check out the, uh, the place. It is just fantastic. Thanks again, Sharon. Thank you so much, Tony. Thank yeah, you. And, Have a and, great day. You bet. And to the rest of our listeners, we'll be here for you this time next week.